Welcome to Crazy Women Unite. In this episode, I talk about a lot of things. Another romantic detour layover with a beautiful Spanish man from Santander. The depth and the emotions and talk about sex and everything. And this open communication and oh, so much more. So it is day... 22 or 23 of the Camino de Santiago. I'm a little mixed up on days again because I had another romantic detour. Oh my god, so unexpected. <laughs> I had like no idea that this was gonna happen, and it was such a oh my god, deep, heart opening, expansive, emotional, healing, beautiful um, ride with this Spanish man from Santander. Uh, Very different than uh, my Basque (laughs) Spanish stallion. Um, This guy in Santander was just such a sensitive, sweet, open soul. Like, oh my God, like so sensitive um, and so amazing. Like, I just love being with a man who can feel who's not afraid to cry and feel and share their fears and emotions. It's, to me, one of the sexiest (laughs) heart-opening things ever. And it was funny because I was talking to my girlfriend who's really into astrology, and she's like, oh, it's the new moon, solar eclipse, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, I don't really know much about these things, but she told me a little bit, you know, it's about new beginnings. It's about emotions. It was in cancer, I think, or something. I don't know. But anyways, it's about emotions and setting a new chapter, a new anchor into your life and clearing out these old past patterns. And that's exactly what happened with this guy. Holy shit, you know, and it feels so beautiful and so freeing to look back on my life and like see how far I've come. And I actually like cried about it with him (laughs) because he was sharing with me, you know, his past relationships and how he was describing his past lovers was like me in the past, like these emotional highs and lows and, you know, fears of allowing myself be seen depressed and not knowing what to do with my life. And, you know, I was able to share with him like, geez, that was me, you know, and there wasn't this judgment towards the women but more of just this, oh my God, like gratitude for how far I've come and also desire to support and help these women who are going through these crazy emotional roller coasters of rides and unable to show up in a relationship, unable to love themselves, not knowing what to do or how to do it. Holy fucking shit. It was, yeah, really crazy. Um, And just being able to be so open with him you know, I, I shared on a previous podcast with this other, with the other Basque romantic detour on the Camino. It was really healing kind of my body image and beauty and uh, the fear of being cheated on. And, you know, just so much came up with that guy and a, a lot from my past depression and mirroring into that to heal that. Um, and with this man, oh my God, it was like this deep guilt and shame and pain around being a free soul 
you know, I think there was this guilt and shame of like, okay, I just had a, a Spanish lover just a few days ago. I was in the Basque country for like four days, fell madly in love with this man. And then like all of a sudden it was like complete. And then like two days later, and seriously, the day that I met this new guy that morning, you know, I had met these two fun, crazy girls and we were talking boy talk and I was wearing the necklace that this guy had given me and I was like, oh my God, it feels so complete. And I took the necklace off and it was like this completion of like, thank you and took off the necklace and I left it. And that was the day I met this new one, <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, I think there's like this especially with women, right? It's like not wanting to be labeled a whore or that I sleep around or that I'm like easy or, you know, like I want something deep. I don't want to just like, you know, there's nothing wrong with good sex, like just like fucking and sex, but like there's this yearning inside of me for like a deeper connection. And also it's like trusting myself because I downloaded Tinder and that's actually how I met him. I downloaded Tinder and Gwemis like the night before. Um, just because I was chatting with the girls and we were having fun. I was like, oh my God, that's a good idea. I should just go on. And I only swipe for like five minutes or 10 minutes. And um, then I put it aside. And when I got to Santander, like there he was. And I got a little drunk at lunch with the girl and um, asked him to meet us, you know. And then all of a sudden, it was like this this deep, deep, deep connection with him. And I'm so glad, you know, I opened myself up and allowed myself to just dive in again without holding back, without saying, oh, Callie, you just got out of a relationship. You shouldn't be doing this. And I was like, no, let me just trust. Like I felt so comfortable with him. You know, and it wasn't the crazy, passionate, like, just gotta have sex with you like the other guy. <laughs> but it was like this deep, intimate, like, I just wanted to hold him and love him and just be so sensitive and gentle and kind. And, you know, f- from that, there's some crazy bikers screaming, um, you know, from that space of just loving and this openness, like, he just opened his heart and soul to me. Um, then like passionate sex came from that but yet it was funny because it was almost like it was like um, the sex was kind of normal I don't know if I talked about this yesterday but you know and so last night you know I could tell there was this heaviness um, on my heart because I think he was joking like we went for a really beautiful date night and he took me to this fancy kind of sushi tartare uh, ceviche place and had drink and beautiful food and he treated me and you know we we're just like cuddling and flirting and it was just so much fun and then we walked along the pier at night and then he said something like and I think it's like lost in translation he said something like oh, I just want to go fuck you and it was like this carnal though like and my whole body just like vroom, like shut down closed down armor protection SOS like no I don't want to have sex like I want something more I want something deeper and so I almost just started crying and he could tell like the complete shift in me like I'm just like can be read like open like a book and I shared that with him and I was just like I'm sorry but I can't 
I said, I, my heart hurts. And, I, and, you know, I brought up his fears that he said something wrong or did something wrong. And I was just like, no, this is just my thing. And, you know, and he was like, oh, I want you to stay in Santander. He had told me earlier, you know, like, stay here, move in with me and just, I want to get to know you more. And then it brought up all my thing of like, why can't I just be a normal fucking girl? Like, who lives in one place, has a normal life, has a relationship, you know, goes deep and, you know, like part of me wants that. And so I just like opened up and I just shared all of this with him. And um, yeah, so anyways, we went back to his place and my body was still kind of like scared and he just respected that and like just held me and we didn't even have sex and and not even kissing he just held me all night and in the morning we could still feel that kind of heaviness and we just so openly talked and I told him all about the other guy um, and that relationship and you know just how I'm not gonna be a normal girlfriend for you like I'm I'm just not that person and it was so beautiful because he actually like held me in that and was like, I get it. Like, you're just this beautiful free spirit. And he like saw me and like acknowledged it. And he's like, that's why I love you. He's like, all these other women that I've dated, like, he's like, we speak the same language and it would be a lot easier. He's like, but you're different. And because you're this free spirit, because you are this like, you know, crazy, fun, energetic, but emotional and deep like being, he's like, that's what I love. You know, and I just like cried in his arms and it was just like really beautiful to be seen and held by a man. Because I think there's like, again, like there's this fear of like, I'm going to hurt him. You know, I don't want to break. I don't want to break more hearts. You know, like I just want to love people. And that's all I'm doing is I'm just loving people. And why am I like hurting everybody as I'm just loving them? You know, and it's also, again, like trusting that you know, with my intentions of just being pure love and holding um, to these people that I meet along the way, that yeah, some of them are going to get triggered and hurt and it's going to bring up their pain, but trusting in the bigger picture of that, of like, wow, what a gift it is to be that catalyst to bring up that heartache or that pain or that sorrow. And, you know, and I was able to hold him in those kinds of fears and pains and he was able to feel into them and I was able to just be there and like love him through it and see him too and acknowledge him too because I think he had been in all these past relationships where the women were you know just taking and taking and they weren't actually seeing him and being kind and giving he's such a giving generous soul but all these women were just like taking 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 from him so I think it was the very first time he'd ever like been given to and held um, instead of him being the caretaker. So it's just like, wow, you know, like the depth of just us two coming together for just 40 hours of all the healing and everything that took place. And I could feel, you know, even yeah, the night before we just like cried and... And then the morning we cried and then at the bus stop when we left, we cried and, you know, it's like, wow, we don't know if we'll see each other again. We don't know what's going to happen, but um, just trusting in that journey and the love and allowing our hearts to feel and be broken open um, has been huge. 
And also for me, it was just really beautiful to be held in that and start to get more clarity on my unique imprint and blueprint in my life. And, you know, that, yeah, <laughs> and actually embrace, embrace it as a, as a good thing. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of men are afraid. You know, I had one beautiful long-term relationship, but he was so afraid because he knew I was a free spirit. He knew he couldn't hold me down and he wanted to, you know, stay in one place and get a job and get married to me. And, you know, and I, he, he was afraid because he knew I wasn't, but he, he wanted to kind of grasp and hold on to me. And I didn't know at the time how to really own who I was and speak to that. And, speak to my heart you know I kind of felt something was wrong with me and maybe if I do something different then I can stay with you and I can make this work and you know and now it's just like wow trusting everything that comes through trusting all my emotions trusting all of these relationships like it's just like this mirror for me to love myself more to learn about myself more to dive into myself more you know, and with this guy from Santander, I was able to, like, tell him, like, yeah, like, honestly, like, I'm not okay with just normal sex. Like, I want something more. And so I was able to, like, just speak so openly because I feel like this is another thing with uh, men. Um, there's so much pressure to perform sexually. There's so much pressure to be good in bed. There's so much pressure to be the man and have good sex and, you know, like all of these things. And so I just explained that to him. And I was like, honestly, like, I don't even fucking care if we have sex. Like, I just want to hold you and love you and, like, be with you, <laughs> you know. And this is coming after, like, I mean, we had sex, like, six times and, like, just a span of not very long just a few hours like we had sex so many times and it was like crazy crazy intense but in the end of it I was just like you know I don't care about any of that like honestly like yeah it was fantastic and it was fun but like I don't care like you know if I were to move here and we were to continue to like it's not sustainable to just like fuck like rabbits like we are all the time and like be totally fulfilled for the rest of our lives like there needs to be this deeper connection and also for the sex to be taken to a next level you know because I could feel in him it's almost like this old um like kind of that carnal sexual drive right like animalistic you know and you know, I think there's, like, we don't, as men and women, like, it almost feels like it can take over us or, like, we don't we don't know how to control it. Um, and it can be quite, like, overpowering. Um, and I feel like that's what we're here is to, like, evolve from this, to take sex and connection and all of this to a whole new level. And that's the thing, right? It's, like... It's not like in a rule book of like, okay, first insert A into B and do this, you know? It's like, no, this knowledge, this deep wisdom, this deep ancient knowing of our sexuality, sensuality of connection, of all of that is within our bodies. It's not like we have to seek the answers outside, but to explore them from within. And so I just you know, shared this to him and he hasn't, he hasn't been on like a spiritual path or like anything. So 
you know, but yet he, he was just like so resonant with everything that I was sharing and he's just like, oh, please stay so we can explore. And, you know, there's a part of me that's like, I want to stay and explore with you. But yet um, there's also this pull and this knowing that I'm here to finish this Camino de Santiago. Um, and so it was like this, yeah, just a really sad goodbye today and last night, like like a morning, another morning of um, another chapter closing, you know, um, but with so much beauty and gratefulness and love and, you know, not like a normal, <laughs> like, breakup, you know, but it was just with so much love and we went to the beach for the last few hours and just sunbathed topless and had a beautiful picnic lunch and just held each other and cried and swam in the ocean and then he had to go to work and then I started walking the Camino and it's just like yeah one foot in front of the other and feeling everything as I walk these tears falling these emotions flowing holy fucking shit what a ride <laughs> one girl one of the girls that I was talking to I told her what happened and that I was staying in Santander another night and <laughs> she's like at this rate Kelly you're never gonna fucking make it to Santiago de Compostela <laughs> like, and I looked at my book and I'm supposed to be on day 10 and I'm on day 22 <laughs> so it's definitely not the normal Camino hiking that I'm doing um, but I wouldn't ask for oh I couldn't ask for anything better like it's just it's been such a perfect journey into myself into loving myself and these so far two beautiful relationships with so much love and growth and bringing me to a deeper understanding of myself has just been fucking phenomenal like wow who would have fucking known jesus jc love you man <laughs> okay well I, got, I tried to stop at an albergue and they were completely full. So I have to keep walking and it's getting dark. So please pray that I find a place to sleep tonight. Because yeah, it looks like it's going to rain. I might have to sleep under a tree in the rain. <laughs> at this point, I'm just like, I don't fucking care. So funny. Not too long ago, a week ago, I was like crying because of the fear of like not having a place to stay and now I'm just like whatever okay there actually is no place to stay and I'm okay <laughs> and I'm just gonna keep walking and I got a head torch so if I need to walk in the dark it's all good it's all good much love to you all much more to come So thanks for listening to Crazy Women Unite. Oh, what a Camino. What a Camino. Nos vemos.